G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Well, we're back today exploring some of those niggling doubts that you can sometimes hold, even if you've been a Christian for a long time. Or someone who's not a Christian or who is against Christian things comes up with some little saying and all of a sudden a doubt is sown in our own minds. Well, we're back today with Kristen Young. She's the author of the book called What If? Dealing with Doubts. Kristen, welcome back to 2020. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Neil. It's great to be here. Kristen, we've had some wonderful conversations of recent times. Let me ask you today, you've got a chapter in your book, What If?, that deals with what if Jesus is real. Mm. Uh, What's the uh, foundation for writing a chapter, What If Jesus is Real? Yeah, well, uh, most of my chapters, or in fact all of the chapters in my book, are Doubts that have been expressed to me um, from young people and um, adults who've uh, expressed these questions uh, around these issues. And the, the question, what if Jesus is real, um, it might seem a bit of a strange question in some ways, but there's been this big rise in on the internet particularly um, amongst people who who actually don't think that Jesus was a real person. And I found it really surprising at first, but, um, yeah, it's a real concern out there and a real worry. And so I thought, well, we need to address this and we need to, you know, put people's minds at rest. It's funny, isn't it? There are attacks that come against Christianity from every angle and uh, even to the idea of, you know, people who uh, we'd call Holocaust deniers back from uh, Second World War. Uh, the uh, this whole idea of just casting the doubt that Jesus was even a real person uh, this is uh, this is something that is uh, flying in the face of all the evidence it 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 seems to doesn't it and yet i guess like the holocaust deniers people seem to think that if they keep saying it people will start believing it um but it's as soon as you start looking at the historical evidence, you see how it just doesn't stack up. Okay, so what sort of evidence should we be looking at to see that Jesus is real? Well, the, the first place to start, I suppose, are with the enemies or, or the disinterested ones, if you like. Uh, so if you only have information about a person from a very small group, you might be able to say, well, we have to wait and see. But if even the enemies or those who oppose a person are saying that they're a real person, 
then historically you're standing on pretty good ground, aren't you? You know. So those who followed Jesus, uh, those disciples and those early church fathers and the church that grew out of those first centuries and has grown to be as big as it is around the world today in the 21st century, well, it would be all right to say they got it right, but even the enemies of the church, you're saying, were also acknowledging that Jesus is real. Yeah, yeah, which I think, you know, we, we acknowledge that they weren't Christians and you say well if even the people who weren't Christians are saying that Jesus existed and Jesus lived then that adds to a lot more confidence that you're talking about a real person in a real place doesn't it so you get people like Josephus who was a Jewish historian and and he's talking about Jesus as real and then you get uh, a Roman historian like Tacitus who who calls Christians, you know, a, a terrible superstition. <laughs> and he's saying that Jesus was real. And then Pliny the Younger, who's, who's writing letters back to Rome, and, and he's actually involved in trials of Christians, and he's saying that Jesus is real. And so you're looking at these people who are outside the church, they say that Jesus existed, and then you're thinking, okay, well, now I can trust what the eyewitness. Let's look at what the eyewitnesses say and see how that stacks up as well. This is where the Bible is so important. And then, of course, some people might have questions over authenticity mm. uh, of those uh, scriptural books that we'd understand, the Gospels and then throughout the New Testament. But, but what we're seeing there in the Bible is eyewitness accounts, aren't we? Yes, we are, and, and there's a lot of reasons we can trust that they are eyewitness accounts. The fact that they appeared um, so close to the time of Jesus living, that, that within a couple of decades we've got these written records that are being passed around, and that's within living memory. So if anybody was going to make up something that Jesus did, there would be people who were alive who would be able to shout them down at that point. You know, it's, it's interesting you're talking about the Holocaust deniers. I remember back in the 80s, there was a group in America who, who wanted to suggest that the Holocaust wasn't real. And there were hundreds of survivors who stepped up and said, that's wrong. You know, I was there. This is what happened to me. And it's like that with the Bible. You know, the, the written records are appearing at a time when real witnesses if they'd been wrong, could have stepped up and said, no, this is wrong. But of course we know they didn't. You know, These were accepted. Even, even the enemies, the, the Pharisees, the, the religious leaders at the time, none of them argued that Jesus' body was gone, for example. They just wanted to make up stories about how it was disappeared, if you like. And interestingly, the evidence for Jesus, uh, so much of it is based on the fact of his resurrection. Now, and when we talk about eyewitnesses there, the Apostle Paul says at one stage more than 500 people saw Jesus alive after the resurrection. And, and yeah. so this sort of evidence is just so powerful to be able to appreciate who Jesus is because I guess with that resurrection, that attests to all of the things that he did in those three years of ministry before he was crucified. Yes, yeah, it does. And it's an amazing thing. The more you dig into the resurrection, there, there are guys like Lee Strobel and, um, and other authors who set out specifically 
to disprove the resurrection because they knew how key that was. And they came out of it going, wow, this is true. You know, everything I've tried to to put together to disprove this, it, I can't because it actually happened. <laughs> you know, it, it's amazing evidence. Kristen, your title in this particular chapter is What If Jesus Is Real? And mm. so based on all of that evidence, we've been talking about the evidence for the resurrection, the evidence of his being a person attested to not only by those who followed him, but also by those who were his enemies. Mm. So when we ask this question, what if Jesus is real? Is that to us some sort of proposition? It's some sort of uh, calling upon each and every individual to respond to him in some way? Absolutely. The, the things that Jesus said... The things that he did, we can't look at him and say, oh, well, what a nice man. Um, I'll just move on now. You know, we have, to, we have to respond. You know, Jesus makes claims that aren't just nice man claims. You know, he claims to be God. He claims to be the only way to God. Um, he claims to offer eternal life. And they're not claims that you can just walk away from. We have, to, we have to take account of those claims. We have to listen to them and either decide to reject them or to decide to accept them and take on the blessings that that gives us. And so when you're faced with doubts, then those doubts need to be addressed. And mm. you seek to do that in your book called What If?, Kristen Young, the author of What If? Dealing with Doubt, and one of the chapters in her book is called What If Jesus Is Real? And I'll point people to your book, Kristen. They can get a hold of it at the CEP store or Coorong. It's available in paperback. And uh, Kristen Young, the author of that book, What If? Dealing with Doubt. Kristen, great talking to you again today. Thanks so much for being with us on 2020. Oh, it's been a pleasure, Neil. Thank you very much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.